Hello listener, Nick here. I am, as I'm sure you probably know if you're listening to this, one half of Two Grown Men. I'm one of the Two Grown Men. The reason you're hearing my voice before the episode and before the theme tune, the reason you can't hear James is uh, is because I just wanted to catch you before the episode proper starts and warn you that this episode has very bad audio. Um, it starts out with some background noise that uh, is probably the air conditioning in the studio we use, uh, which inexplicably has been put over where one of the uh, mics is. But then at some point uh, around the 15-minute mark, this popping starts... And we didn't notice it while we were recording. I'm really not sure why it happened. Um, it shouldn't have happened, and I'll be looking into that over the next couple of days. But it it makes the episode a slightly frustrating listening experience for from the 15-minute point to about the end. I think it's still a relatively good episode. I think James and I talk about some interesting things. Uh, we overshare roughly the amount you're used to. We make a couple of uh, a pop culture references that are sustained enough that they become almost as good as having actual jokes. But if you're a real stickler for audio quality, I, I just want to warn you now that the audio in this episode is not great. All that said... uh I'm going to let you go and listen now if you want to, or let you take a break for this week. I know uh, we missed an episode last week as well. That was also because of uh, audio quality and technical issues, which were much worse than this week's. I don't know what's going on. I think we're just having very bad luck with audio at the moment, uh, James and I. So anyway, if you choose to listen, I'll speak to you again, kind of in about 30 seconds and uh, if you don't carry on listening hopefully I'll speak to you next week I've got nothing in common anymore so I'm not sure if we can go out with each other so who's the, who are these two people that aren't as we're recording now. I'm not. No, I'm not prepared to put my balls on the line in that way. But I, I want to know who they are. No. It always works well for our podcasts when you create yeah, a rivalry. They're, they're celebrities. And then they, they, they tend to close down. Yeah, but they they could come at me with a pack of um, fans, celebrity fans. Yeah, but for every like uh, for every thousand fans, mm. they chuck at you. If even only five percent mm. of those are reasonable, rational people, mm. okay. If even three percent of those mm. are reasonable, rational people, thinking in terms of a Ricky Gervais sort of mix, then that's still that many people who might think, no, hang on, I'm going to listen to what this guy says, and then they'll listen to our podcast. There's now, that is now these things work, though, is it? You know that. No, it isn't. No, they are both professional comedians making a living from the comedian. I just, I just felt the banter. Well, I expected it to be better, but it felt very stilted. It felt a little bit like, um, had the same. You listen to like the Derek and Clive stuff. Yeah. You know the sort of atmosphere they engendered. This sort of weird, tense atmosphere. Although a lot of the comedy was very funny. Greta fucking Garbo. Derek lot, and Clive is yeah, there. Yeah. A lot was it. A lot of it was was. I like Derek and Clive. I enjoyed it. I like last. Derek and Clive. But he's got that kind of weird, feeble sort of atmosphere that the sort of the alcohol engendered yeah but it's not funny it, there's a lot of yeah 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 you know when people are sort of you know you know when people are sort of improvising at each other and they feel like they have to be putting in um 
breaks to to break up the the silence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of that. I don't like. It's it. difficult not to do that, but you expect better from people who are used to being on mic. Yeah. I don't know whether it's a thing though. It could be a thing as well, but it doesn't work. Maybe they're not as best friends as we are. Oh well, we are BBFs. Derek and Clive, though, to be fair, mm. they that was all scripted to within an inch of its life. And they by Eric Malcolm. They work, yep, and they workshopped the fuck out of that mm. uh, with Ernie Wise. That's right, yeah. Um, in fact, uh, it's a little-known fact that uh, initially Malcolm and Wise were going to be doing all of that stuff, mm. but there were some concerns about the impact it might have on their family-friendly. In fact, I, I believe it was Eric that came up with the idea of Greta Garbo's fanny, wasn't it? I think yeah, was, almost definitely. That was all. That was all him. <laughs> Do you mean uh, in the skit? Or just in general, in Did general, but then not have a fanny. In, ge- in general, but then the um, then the skit was also inspired. He said, "You know, I had a good idea a few years ago, um, and maybe I don't know if you you could do something comically with it." I gave Greta Garbo a fanny for uh, our uh, American listener listeners. Mm. Uh, when we say fanny, we mean vagina. Oh, sorry, front fanny. <laughs> front fanny. Yeah. Is that what they call it in America? No, but we've got we've got into a, a it's at home. At home, we uh-huh. we call it the bottom and the front bottom, and I wish we'd never started calling it the front it's bottom. Weird, isn't it? That suggests yeah. that, that it's for waste pro- product. Yeah, waste well, product. it is. It's for uh, well, it is. I mean, so, oh no, mind. Um, but I, it's I'll, for a bit of we and a lot of pleasure. I was gonna. I, mean, not I was gonna age, say obviously. some. Yeah, I was gonna say something awful about men and their penises, but I thought she's four, and I don't really feel comfortable thinking about her like that. I hope that'll change. <laughs> But not like that. Oh, I, um, uh, I just yeah, re- yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, uh, I, I listened to a best of compilation of a comedy podcast that I really like. It's these four guys who, um, I think they they know each other through video game journalism, but their podcast is incredibly profane and chaotic. It's called Regular Features, and they do. Uh, each week they, each of them has to bring a mm. feature they never repeat a feature mm. a lot of the features are, are just a, a, a single idea taken to its extreme mm. and what, uh, two of them are gay so they get to say lots oh, of stuff yeah. that we wouldn't be able to get away with oh, it, you know sometimes I think it's almost worth converting just, just so we to, can make those just jokes. for the humour to be honest because I mean I find you'd be a Johnny we come would dr- lately though we would try, uh, he wouldn't necessarily be called Johnny but I do come lately uh, on a town on account of my retarded or hardly ever ejacul- well, to be, do you know did I, have I mentioned I don't even bother masturbating at this point I think last week on the show that never got done I have uh, pretty much given up masturbating because I just can't be fucking arsed. It takes so long. Yeah, I can it's see like, that. It's like, it's, and I keep getting little flashes of self, um, uh, self-awareness during. It, I'm used to it after, but the self-loathing and the self-awareness shouldn't happen during well, masturbating. So are you suggesting that maybe the self-loathing is just something that comes after a certain length of time masturbating and it just happens to coincide in most mm. people with when you ejaculate? Well, I'd say at least once every quarter of an hour. Right. Okay. No, I can. So I can if you see that. if you masturbate, well, that's for, like three times for me, and it's definitely yeah. after every. But anyway, I, I just can't be. And the fact it takes recovery so long, it's like well, I until I can like successfully arrive again, I'm like, well, I'm not going to do this to Nicola just in case because it's not fair, is it? You get to feel pretty good about every orgasm, though. That's that's nice. Well, yeah, it's all right. Um, can't remember where I was going with this now, to be honest. So I sidetracked myself with orgasms. So, uh, the yeah, the podcast regular features, 
Gay. Yes, it. So we gay. Were, yeah, we were we were um, we were driving through, and I think I horrified Nicola because yeah. we we were driving through Eastley. I think we'd been um, out for breakfast uh, one morning with the with the family. And we drove past this great big sort of bikery looking guy with a great big beard and a bald head and stuff. And I said, oh, that's your type. And well, that's what I said to her. I said, you know, if I was gay, he'd be exactly my type. She looked at me and go, what? Oh God, really? She was shocked. She didn't like, she does not like my potentially gay me. What is she, some kind of homophobe? Well, I think so. I mean, the way she reacted to me, I thought it was kind of homophobic. And well, maybe it's maybe it's because she sees you in a very particular way and has come to rely mm. on that. Yeah. And, yeah, it is a bit of a change, mm. I think. I, You know, uh, when you see, it's not the same, I appreciate this, but when you see stories... I worried, though, that, sorry. ...of, of, wives, of, of, of wives or partners who have trouble accepting... Mm. Um, finding out their partner is trans mm. transgender mm. or like their partner um realizes they want to be uh they they need to be the other gender mm. and the partner doesn't um doesn't respond well to it mm. and you sometimes now see that characterized as them not being a good person yeah but i think if you find out anything thing mm. that huge about the person you've been with that you mm. didn't know about for all that time mm. something that fundamentally changes what you signed up for mm. in that relationship you are gonna i think you're entitled to have a little bit of a reaction to it not like a horribly uh, aggressive or or obnoxious one she stopped the car and made me get out did she no, no that's no, a bit much nice i mean literally you weren't saying I want to have sex with that man. You were saying, no, not at all. if I wanted to have sex with yeah, men. That would probably be, be my type. type. You see, that's weird because you're quite a bear yourself. Yeah, I think it'd either be that or a twink. I, th- I can't work out which. It's either sort of, I like big berry men or quite small men. I like pretty men. Yeah, so you're, f- yeah, small pretty men I don't mind, but. And I like tomboys. It's very yeah, confusing no, for me. Yeah, this odd. whole area is what, very what, confusing. What worried me? What worried me? She, I, I worried that she thought it was a reflection on my, my taste in terms of women, which it isn't at all. It's two very different things. So it made me think about it as well, because wasn't it, um, yeah, wasn't it, um, bi week last week, or there was a day celebrating. I think you read somewhere that something was bi weekly and got confused. <laughs> there was, um, <laughs> Our oh. laugh noises are disgusting. <laughs> Having edited an awful lot of us, yours yeah. are yours are quite uh, um, an ex- an extrusion, mm. an explosion that come from somewhere down mm. below your throat. And I snigger like muttly. It's yeah. horrible. Yeah. yeah. I'm uh, going to try that. I'm going to try yeah. that a lot now. Yeah. 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 Anyway, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. No, it, there was a day last week because at least one person on Twitter. Um, uh, don't know. Revealed themselves as as bisexual. And I was, I was surprised. Millions I don't know of people why. on Tumblr, though. Really, is that where... I think where, you have to be bisexual to be on Tumblr. I'm so sorry. Did, did that pick Are up on the mic? you bilious? I didn't hear I'm it. I'm not feeling great. I've not been well um, of late, to be perfectly okay. honest with you. So I did a little burp there. I'm really sorry. So, some people came out as bi-weekly. <laughs> some people came that out as bi-weekly. But I was wondering, um, under what conditions... This sounds like I'm trying to pick you up, Nick, and I'm really not. It's just a genuine question. Under what conditions do you think that you'd be able to consider yourself bisexual what can because i think everyone's probably i don't like the that's way not, by the way that's not fair to bisexual people I, it just sounds like i've just claimed that everyone i think is everyone's on a scale is it the kinsey scale or something i think everyone's on the scale somewhere it's just a lot of people uh 
are much further in one direction, not the band. I thought it was the Captain Jack scale. <laughs> no, I think it's the Captain sure? scale. But, um, you know, I think uh, some people are way more primed to one mm. uh, gender or preference than another. Mm. And I'd say I'm probably about a third mm. along that scale, but I'm never entirely sure where. Mm. The main reasons... It's the exclusion of a thing that would probably make me more bisexual. I like women's faces, but there are lots of very feminine-looking men. True. You know? Um, but I don't like how the few experiences of male mouths I have had, mm. I don't like them. No, that's a very good point, actually. They're more wet and slobbery and warm than yeah. I like. I don't like them to be mm. warm. Um, and... And I don't even really have a good relationship with my own cock. Mm. I like vaginas. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm very pro vagina. I'm a huge fan of penises. Yeah, do you know what? I don't mind a penis. No? No, I, I think they're quite fascinating. I don't think I'm I not... mind them that much. I just mm. don't, I don't have a, I don't really like them. I wouldn't seek them out. See, now I think I'd be, um, happy to, um, be in a menage. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nicki Minaj. <laughs> I'm not keen on Nicki Minaj, so no, I'm going to have to say no. Is. It's just a cultural reference I keep seeing people make, but yeah. I'm too old to know who she is. I'm going to have to say no. But I think it would have to be a lady and a, a chap. And I'm not like sure. Like a threesome situation. Yeah, I, don't, I think I'd be alright with that. But that would be like cheating, wouldn't it? How's it? If what, there's a lady. How's it cheat? What cheating? It's like, that's not properly bisexual. You're just having your cake and eating it. Is no, that what I you mean, mean? Like, if you had, <clears throat> if you had sex, and I know she listens. Mm. But Nick, if this you is, had sex with a man, yeah. then you're getting something mm. in that situation that you couldn't possibly get from your wife. So that makes sense. Doesn't really count as cheating. Well, it obviously, could be seen it, as a, a vacation or a holiday of some description. <laughs> but if there's a lady a short in the city mix, break, if there's a lady in the mix, yeah. then that's then suddenly that's a little bit. Obviously, all this would would the, all of this hypothetical situation it would have to have to happen within a happy and consensual relationship. Yeah, um, that operated um, with honesty and openness. Yeah, um, but, but in, it is in just, the absence of one of those. But it, but it is then you know it depends. If I'm in a different county, then I think probably game on. So, or one and, of these in a different county. And yeah, if Nicola's gone away for the weekend, for for example, which she does very infrequently these days, um, which is really putting pay to my um, infidelity. Which is a shame because at the moment you'd mm. be great in porn. Yeah, that is true. I'd be able to go um, if it wasn't for the stubby penis. I'd I'd be able to go for ages. The problem is um, they expect you to arrive, don't they? Yeah. What eventually. if I'm having one of those sessions where it's like nothing's happening? you're going to have to give me a, uh, a, a little sachet of mayonnaise. <laughs> I've seen that. I swear to God, I've seen a, a porno. It was a guy, and he had a very, very big penis. I mean, we're talking, you know, I, I think 15, 16, 17, maybe 18 inches of penis. Quite thick. That's so too much. Yeah, quite hard. I don't know what I do with... Quite hard for I mean, him to keep mine. it up. And the poor, poor fellow clearly had a sachet of sauce under his penis and was squeezing the sachet of sauce. To make it look like um, very poor production values on that porno. Well, at least oh, they got that the right. Me. At least they got the right sauce. I felt I felt I shame because if they'd accidentally got a tomato ketchup one, that would have been horrifying for all involved. I felt porno shame during the weekend. Yeah, Nikki stumbled across um, some, uh, frequently visited sites on a device I used, and it was just one. But I have been there on more than one occasion. I quite like it, and um. 
And the, the thing is, Nicola knows that I watch pornography. She knows I don't actually masturbate to it. I used to a lot. When we first met... But now it's just like visiting old friends. Mm. When we first met when we were 15, I mean, I'd, certainly for the first 10, first 10 to 15 years of our relationship, I had an, an orgasm daily. I would say. That's when it's quite difficult to get hold of before the internet. It was, it? yeah, very hard. But but regardless of whether Nicola was in my company or not, I I have an orgasm every day. I insisted on it. Mm. It was a bit like you know breakfast. <laughs> you insisted on yeah. it. It's a bit like breakfast, isn't it? You start the day with breakfast, you end the day with um, sex or a wank. It's it's one or the other, and that, that's how it used to used to be but I'd, it's weird even though you know Nikki knows that you know I, I'd like to look at pictures of naked ladies from time to time um, she knows that I masturbate from time to time but being confronted with it mm-hmm. and she didn't do it in an unpleasant way to be to be perfectly frank it was because it was on the iPad and I realised with great horror that Scarlet of course uses the iPad and it had appeared on there so I've disabled um, the internet rather than changed my ways <laughs> Just won't be looking at porn on the iPad. That's fine. I've got an iPhone. It's a smaller screen, but I can cope. Uh, but yeah, I felt shame, and it's weird. Even though th- there's an element of openness to all this, I realise it's still something I do in secret. In a way, it's something I don't do. We don't do it together. It's always been my thing. You know that I don't. I've never shared pornography with with Nicola. We've never watched it as a couple. So, it's no matter how open and and relaxed we both are, because it's secret, it still feels shameful when it's kind of um, it's very private, exposed in that way. Yeah. Personal to you though, and it's. I think we have a different. Not you and I. I think we have a different relationship to. Uh, masturbating. Mm. So I, I think I think the problem is if you get into the mindset of thinking of masturbation as a an alternative to sex, mm. it becomes very difficult. And if you've gotten because it isn't really an alternative to sex, if you've got an open not an open relationship, if you've got a, a relationship where you're open about mm. the fact that you, you know you, you she knows you look at porn, she doesn't she's okay with it. And it's fine, but the truth is, you still don't. You still do it privately. Mm. But for me, uh, and so and so, it's one of those things that you're keeping it private. It's not really a secret. It's just something you don't yeah. do d- deliberately. But then it feels like a secret, and it feels mm-hmm. worse because it's like, well, she's okay with me doing yeah. this, and yet I'm still keeping it private. Mm-hmm. That's weird. That's the worst kind of fib mm. or secret because yeah. it, it doesn't need to be kept. It's like it's. It almost feels like it's insulting of that person's intelligence because they know you do it, yeah, yeah, and you know they know you do yeah. it. But I think the um, not when they're in though. No, in our um, in in my in my relationship, we are we are quite open about porn and aware of the benefits of it, mm-hmm. and we have like we have watched it with each other mm. and quite enjoyed it. Very really enjoyed it actually. Uh, mm-hmm. But then that 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 almost makes the that almost makes my relationship with porn even more complicated because because it's something we can do together and have have watched together. Mm. The fact that I still watch it when she's not around mm-hmm. and it's a very different relationship I have with it then. Mm. Or it, again, it's almost it's almost more complicated. It feels mm. weirder. But the truth is, I don't I don't masturbate when I masturbate. Um, 
as a replacement for sex or to deliberately keep her out. It's a very, it's, it sounds really lame to say it, but it's kind of me time. Not because I want to be orgasming on my own, but it's a very personal thing. It's a, it's a point where you have, see, oh, we, I, we talk about you ejaculating quite a lot and me ejaculating a little bit. Mm. I don't. I don't. I'm know, sure I don't you ejaculate know if, just as as well as I do. I, I don't. Um, I do, we don't. I don't know if we've talked about it on on the this show before. But mm. because I started having sex quite late, mm-hmm. and and didn't have particularly a uh, particularly great self image for years, and even mm. if I even if there was a way I could have been physically really adept at sex, I've never been confident about it mm. and so sometimes a, a lot of the time we have amazing sex mostly because can we just clarify at this point me and Amy yeah um, mainly because I have a lot of coping mechanisms uh, that I have put in place for the fact that once little Nick gets involved mm. he's, he's not about size or anything once he gets involved sometimes mm. things can become very erratic and I don't have a lot of control of what he's going to do yeah no idea um, and sometimes he's great yeah. Uh, but just as often he isn't great. So mm-hmm. um so for me even in a relationship where the sex is really good even when I'm very relaxed about it like the one I I'm very relaxed about the sex we have uh, as I am now masturbating is a time mm-hmm. when I get to have this physical experience with absolutely no because ha- I've got complete control of it. Mm. I know I know exactly I I've, I've got there's no extra person to be worried about whether or not I'm satisfying them and all of this stuff. Mm. It's a completely different thing from actual sex. The yeah. whole point of actual of sex course. is that you're doing it with someone mm. else and you get to make them feel good. I know not everybody mm. feels this way about sex, um, especially not every man, but the whole point of it for me is you get to make someone may- else feel maybe, good. Maybe that, that's where some of the, the guilt and masturbation comes from, is it is so selfish. It is mm. selfish alone time. Well, but if they're not around, like they're in bed or they're not out, how... How is it selfish? I don't know. Because pretty I, much anything I do just for me feels selfish. I think the danger, that's, oh, bless you. <laughs> I think, I think the danger, the danger that we sometimes make and uh, that we sometimes think, it's like if I have KFC for lunch, because uh, Amy and I really like KFC. I know you don't, but Amy and I, I really like I don't know. Like I've KFC. never had it. I might well, love it. You probably wouldn't. It's not nice, to be honest. Most I like the um, the look of the Zinger Tower burger. I like the chicken burgers. I don't. The bucket wouldn't be no good for me because I don't like wings. Oh. I don't like legs really. So I don't I don't like any of the meat that reminds me I'm eating an animal. I, I was a vegetarian for ten years. All right, I was. A I still for no, eight. Mm. I still. But no. But do you not do you not still find that there are times when you're eating meat and and the things that triggered you? Because I don't know what triggered you to be a vegetarian. The girl. All right. <laughs> Fair enough. It was long gone um, mm. by the second year of mm. me being vegetarian, but so it, I don't know why I stuck at it. It was in, it was in my early early twenties, and I, I couldn't disassociate what I was putting in my mouth to the fact that it was a living being, and I was I, genuinely you you look like you're going to laugh because it it's sounds like fair. you're talking about oral sex. No, I wasn't blowing horses. <laughs> I wasn't eating them either, to be honest with you. Well, I don't know why not. <laughs> not always vegetarian, but no. But I, I, I still have, there are some things that you eat where I find it hard to dissociate the fact that it's an animal and then I can't, I just can't eat it. I feel funny about, I used to know a guy, when I was a vegetarian, I used mm. to know a guy who still ate meat but mm. couldn't eat animal mm. pieces. Mm. And, um, and couldn't, what does that mean? 
like he, he couldn't he couldn't eat a chicken like like you're saying oh, not like British shapes um, he wouldn't and, he wouldn't get a packet of like Bernard Matthews turkey dinosaurs and freak out no because no, they look like dinosaurs no. and he he'd completely disassociated partly because that's how mm. supermarkets work but he completely didn't mm. associate meat with mm. he knew intellectually that meat came from animals but didn't relate it to mm. that at all and I actually thought even as a vegetarian then I thought well but I've got completely the opposite attitude if I was eating mm. animal bits of animal I feel better about it thinking in terms of it being part of an animal because otherwise I think you're just consuming kind of consuming numbly a little bit who's numbly I don't know um, Joanna Numley. Oh, bless her. Oh. Gurkhas. Uh, you've given me an idea for uh, an application to use with the Xbox Connect. Yeah? Yeah, it's called Masturbation Knee Time. And basically, you use the Connect, you masturbate, basically. It's, it's essentially, it's a selection of pornography. But you use the Connect to, to like, see how long you're going, how far you're No, because then you're, you're introducing an element of performance to it. And competitive that's, that's masturbation. The whole point of it is there is no element. There mm. is no. You're literally mm. just performing for yourself. It's not being recorded. The, and the best thing, well, the best. And your thing, brain goes numb afterwards yeah. with depression. So yeah, that's fine. you well, can't actually, remember how it went. The really nice thing, though, is it monitors when you've orgasmed and it turns it off, so you don't have that like horrible sticky fingered history. Yeah, that horrible sticky fingered sort of. Oh, turn off the video. Oh shit! I've got someone a mouse. I'm gonna have to clean that up. Oh, but yeah, hell. I think there's a. I think there's a danger of thinking. There's a little bit of a danger, especially when you're in a relationship, of thinking of it in terms of, say, if I eat KFC for lunch, mm. partly because it's bad for me and I'm not supposed yeah. to be having lunches like that, um, and partly because she really likes KFC. Amy sometimes gets a bit, and understandably, grumpy with me mm. because a I'm not looking after myself the way I'm supposed to. It's not part mm. of the deal, and uh, and b she likes KFC, so why couldn't I have KFC with her? And I think it, it, like we tend to think of masturbating like that, or, so, or like yeah. a midnight snack or something yeah. like that. No, like absolutely. Outside of the meals, mm. it's something naughty you're doing. But mm. actually, for me, it's completely different from actual sex. And mm. I, I was single for mm. such a long time. Actually, to like, be sorry, gone. It's how I interface with myself. Mm. Sorry. No, it's fine. Don't do it into your face. <laughs> oh, I can't. Yeah. Oh, uh, no, when I was younger, I, tell, I, I must admit the pressure goes down, but oh, God. When I was younger, and you'd get the unexpected one that hit you in the face. I'd and you're lying down. Oh, fucking horrible! The, I don't uh, like that. How, how anyone um, puts up with? See, this is another thing I, I couldn't do if I was bisexual or gay. I don't know if I'd have trouble with people. I think my neck, my chest, be fine. I wouldn't want people coming eyes. in my face. J- um, Just it's the mm, weird sort of unami taste of it all as well. James alluded to the uh, a recording of this show that didn't go through last week. That's why we've been away for two weeks. Um, that we didn't uh, the we recorded a show last week and it broke we also recorded an episode of another podcast um in the same week mm. i think or same approximate week that also didn't go through mm. but when james talks about uh, masturbating into one's own face mm. it it reminds me of one of my favorite things that got lost from that episode which right. was i'd had a uh, a really bad dream that yeah. week mm. shall i recount it i'll recount it why not I'd had a really bad dream that week and it was one of those really vivid dreams that is set in Mm. the same house and situation that you live in where I had gone to the bathroom in the middle of the night and noticed that I had a bit of an erection. Mm. And so I had a little bit of a play with uh, my erection 
and it started to get bigger and then it just kept getting oh, bigger dear. and it, it got bigger to the point where it was in my face and I thought mm. well this is this is still quite fascinating but then it just mm. kept getting bigger and mm. like flap and I was having to hold it with both hands just to mm. keep it from because I was worried if I let it drop it'd break and I uh, and and or break something I mean at that fe- size yeah and the the dream finished with me thinking thinking genuinely like sincerely to myself really vividly to myself oh my god it's going to keep growing until it explodes and I was starting to feel lightheaded in the dream yeah. as well we, it's going to keep growing until it explodes and then my poor wife is going mm. to come in in the morning and find me in a in a bloodied heap mm. on on the dead on the floor of the bathroom mm. with this exploded foreskin just flapped all over my body <laughs> Somebody and then I and in. then I woke up. She woke mm. me up uh, for some reason, and I for a moment I was like, "Oh my god, my god!" <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> anyway, so welcome to Two Grown Men. We are a parenting podcast. This is uh, mainly this podcast is mainly our message to our children when they're old enough to listen to it, so they can know what their fathers were uh, really like and really experiencing during. Uh, during their their childhoods, the children's childhoods, not our childhoods. Um, so hi, kids. Um, hi. Sorry, your mum's just sent me a lovely um text, Scarlett, that's made me smile. So I was slightly distracted then looking at my telephone. I think we've done fifteen minutes on masturbating. Hi, anyway, kids. The, the point I was trying to hi. make about regular features was they had a they had a sort of a clip show this week that they put out as a bit of an emergency. Lazy. Uh, well, you see, we say that, but we've talked about doing clip shows on our other podcast, and I can't imagine going through all of those old episodes and finding the good bits. Yeah, it probably doesn't help that we do such a long show. Well, yeah. We should have um, uh, an archivist. Yeah, to someone who uh, does the whole archives mm. alongside the person doing the transcripts and the other mm. person doing the wiki. I'm guessing it'd be too much for one person. So, uh, yeah, and one thing I noticed in this show is that I started listening to the more recent episodes and because there's four of them um, and they quite often get excited, it's a very vibrant and chaotic podcast mm. already. But they've hit a kind of uh, tempo yeah. In, since I've been, since yeah. before I've been listening to it. And so listening to some of the clips, the previous, uh, clips from previous earlier episodes, you do get that, that slightly, it's still really entertaining and they still give each other a certain amount of space, but you still get that thing. And I think maybe we had it, but not quite so much in earlier episodes of the Momcast because we didn't think of us, we, we weren't, tr- we weren't trying to entertain really, but you get, I don't know what we were, we were trying, trying to, be funny. to do. I don't know what we were we trying to do. We weren't trying to be funny. Oh, I think I was. Were you? Well, okay. I um, think that was always my um, intention. But, but so you get you get that actual thing where people are uh, uh, they're so excited mm. and they so desperately want to make a joke that they're not necessarily always giving each other enough space in those. We still do things. that. I don't know. You do it. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I try not to. Yeah, I just replied to another text there while you were telling me that. Was, well, I think at least you were quiet while you were doing there's it. There's an irony there. I, but I, I've told Nikki that I've not been feeling so great today, and she just said something to me that harks back to an earlier time in my relationship that's made me feel really nice. Can you repeat it? Yeah, well, it's just, well, I don't know. I don't want to, but it's not rude or particularly. Why did you mention it? But it's just something we used to say to each other. To, uh, it was a, a sort of... Um, declaration of love that we used to make to each other and she's just sort of done it and I remembered it and it's made me feel nice and warm and fuzzy. Oh, that is that is mm. sweet. It's not fair that you mentioned it when you couldn't repeat it though. Well, no, it's not that I can't, I don't want to. Oh. Like I say, just because it's, it's a private thing between her and I. 
That's very cute that you just talked about on a podcast. It is, but I didn't tell you actually what it is. So (laughs) Um, I got told yesterday I'm not allowed to do that to Scarlett anymore, by the way. What? I'm not allowed to blow raspberries out. Does she just do it back? No, no, no. She just, she got very cross with me and told me I'm not allowed to do that anymore. I, there was a video. She's a stroppy little bugger. (laughs) There was a video being shared around Facebook and maybe Twitter about a week ago of this little Irish girl getting really angry at her parents because they kept laughing while she was trying to sing Let It Go. Oh, God. And everyone was... And she had quite a thick accent. Everyone uh, who I saw sharing it was like, oh, she's adorable. And a couple of them voiced concerns that they couldn't they couldn't tell who the man... There was a man's voice mm. who was also laughing. And they're like, oh, I didn't know. And I didn't listen to it long enough to really know why they'd be concerned. Because I was listening to it and I was thinking... Well, yeah, she's very cute, and bless her, she's a sweetheart. Mm. She's trying to sing, and she's getting frustrated the way small mm. children do. I'm not sure where she picked up the quite such aggressive, I will punch you, I will lap. She sounded like a grown-up. Well, fun, it funny sounded like mimicry. We get, yeah, but we get a bit of that with Scarlett. She will bellow at us at times, and that's not something... She's witnessed in her life, I think, two big arguments between Nikki mm. and I. Um, but otherwise, it's not something she went. It's not. It's not normal. I just, I, I don't, I don't know. But I, I like yesterday. I had to have a little chat with her and say, "Look, you've got to stop shouting at me like this. It's not." But was she just shouting loud, or did she actually say things? No, that she'd tell us. Like she'd them? tell me definitely. Me in particular, she will tell me off. But will she tell you she's going to uh, lamp you? Oh, she never said she's going to lamp or me, punch no. you. Think she, uh, no. No, I don't think she's ever threatened the physical violence. See, children are pretty sharp, and they can process stuff and invent stuff and and make up stuff. But Mm. with this little girl, it just felt like she was repeating something she had heard regularly in anger. And so, uh, and and I'm probably reading too much into it, but, you know, hell, that's kind of why we've got a podcast. That's one of the reasons. Um, and so I thought, well, that's, I don't think that's as cute as everyone else thinks it is, to be honest. I think it's one of the, it, it can be, even if there's not actual violence involved, it can be one of those awful sort of throwaway things mm. that people say, and you forget how it affects kids, because it, nor- it normalises violence. Oh, I'm going yeah, to lamp you. And you can say it in kind of a throwaway. You don't intend to do it. Mm. I think it's possible to say it, but it does normalise violence, and it is problematic, and it's something I think, yeah, you probably want to be concerned about. Have you had, has anything nice happened in the last couple of weeks with Scarlett? Or have you, you've been pretty, like, ticking over? What do you mean, nice? Just stuff that you can talk to people about. Mm, About Scarlett, has she been delightful? She has. Um, her phonics are starting to amaze me, to be honest with you. She's, she's picking those up really quickly. Do some. There's a lot of walking around going, ah, 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 apple. Uh, t, 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 tertiary, syphilis. That sort of thing. Are they training them to stammer? No, but that's how they how they do it. And they get the the sound squisher, and you go ah ah t t ah t ah t at. James was squisher. doing that like he had his hands like two ostriches. Two ostriches. So I'm doing the sound squisher. That's is the sound do. squisher an actual thing, or do they? Just... That's what they do it. That's what they do it. But with at the school, hands. with the hands, I think they I don't, don't have an actual. Or maybe like that. I don't know. I don't attend school with her, so um, I've only got her word for it and she's a really unreliable witness because most days when I get home from work and I say what have you done at school she already will say nothing or I can't remember so uh, she claimed up pretty quick very she um she claimed that last Friday they watched Toy Story and I have to say if they watch Toy Story on Friday that is really um not great teaching because that's a long film and that's an hour and a half of teaching you could have been doing there 
Um, yeah, but they're professionals. They know what they're doing, James. Well, they had one of those inset days today. So, you know, I'm really enjoying that. We, um, we watched, there's a series, and I'm afraid I can't remember what it is, the name of them. I might have to get Nikki to let you know, because it'd be nice to put in the show notes. But there are a series of sort of videos specifically designed, um, for, uh, the, the, the early, um, early phonics they do in reception class on the internet. So we watch on YouTube, so we watch those with her as well. And they're little songs that they do that are, are quite cute. They include the phonics as well that help them remember but she's getting really good at identifying individual letters on things like i think the other weekend she was like we've got a uh, jelly babies um coffee mug you know one of those uh larger ones from the 90s where we'd all go i asked for a large coffee hello because it was um large but now you look at them you think well pretty much all coffee mugs are this size That's, now yeah the 90s has normalized oversized coffee too much coffee to the point where um our colleague jane from the other podcast, We Have Issues, mm-hmm. um, who isn't really my colleague on it because I haven't been on it yet. No. But she That's came... We Have Issues at wehaveissues.net. Sounds like a great podcast, Nick. I look forward to listening to it now. I've downloaded it to my podcast listening device of choice. So, yeah, she came in and she was she was late for work. Blamed, blamed the manager of Starbucks, despite the fact that she detoured to Starbucks uh, on her way to work and she was late. So I'd, she doesn't listen to this, so I'm quite safe. But it was her fault, not the Starbucks manager, her fault. But it's such a big cup of coffee. It's almost the, the same height as um, the torso of a, like an average man. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. I, and she didn't seem particularly faced by it. I just thought to myself, my, my golly gosh, 10, 15, 20 years ago. That would be too much coffee. Yeah, if someone, had, someone saw you with that coffee, they'd call you greedy. I'm not even sure They'd sometimes. shame you. They'd shame you for that amount of coffee. I'm not even sure sometimes that I even like coffee. No, I, I gave it up for a little while. I've been drinking it again recently, but I gave it up for a while. Uh, I, I get over-caffeinated very, very quickly. I do these days. I mm. identified uh, a slight addic- addiction problem mm. with caffeine a couple of years ago and had a really mm. good summer um, and then moved to an office in which I, I required caffeine again. So, oh, right, that's not so good. So th- things got back on top of me a little bit. Well, so, 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 there, so there's this cup. Right. Um, and it's a uh, jelly baby. And she was picking out individual individual letters on that, going j, j, and so forth. So it's quite nice. That sounds nice. It, it's wonderful. Because I, I, she's starting to piece words together. She's getting the beginning of, of reading, um, uh, reading and reading aloud down it's really exciting so i really want to share books and written material with us so comics i guess is what i'm saying on uh, the other hand i would really grasp onto the her not really you know her saying when you ask her how her day was mm. saying you know, her saying no i'm nothing try and tease it out of her i don't sort of just accept that i don't force her to tell me but i do try and sort of so i usually you fall, don't just shrug your shoulders and go oh, okay well i fall i fall back to something that i know our family's going to be all right talking about so i'll ask her what she had for her lunch <laughs> and then <laughs> and then we work from there I and see. she always she will always tell me what she's had for lunch she's she's my daughter so food plays a very key part in her day um, i like someone saying who was it the comedian no it was jamie smart saying i love that feeling um, in the mid-afternoon where you realise that dinner's still to come. <laughs> I know exactly what he means. I sit here doing these podcasts and the thing that really keeps me going through them because I just I find the process tedious, Nick. Yeah. But <laughs> that's why I, 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 I do I so many. Shows. <laughs> yeah, good. Um, 
the thing that keeps me going is, and I don't know what what's for tea tonight, so that's quite exciting. I know what I hope it is because it's payday today, so I'm hoping it's a curry. But if I'm, it, it may also be uh, Nicola does a lovely uh, chicken wrapped in bacon kind of hobo hobo dinner. It's just like Mediterranean veginess on potatoes and stuff, and that is delicious. So I'm hoping it's going to be either of those two things. If it's a brown start, dinner, I'll be furious. Are you ever going to start sending me recipes again? It might kickstart me to start on the mailing list. Yeah, I might again. do. I'll run, I'll, I've I'll, been very bad with the mailing list. Sorry, listeners. The mailing list is <laughs> at tinyletter.com forward slash 2GM, but I've been rubbish at it. I have a Victoria Sponge recipe that I've made my own. Ooh. So, uh, yeah, you can have that at some point. Um, you can also email us, might as well mention that now, mm. at... Momcast s- at gmail. No, uh, 2 g 2GM pod. 2GM podcast at, at gmail.com. At gmail.com. 2GM podcast at gmail.com. And uh, also, you can listen to all of our previous episodes at uh, twogrownmen.net. There are full show notes for every single episode. Please uh, do uh, comment if you want to. But not on the design of the site. It's meant to look like that. It's. Um What's it called? Spare, sparse. Spar- yeah, sparse. It's minimalist. Uh, economical. Minimalist. Uh, also, obviously, rate and review us at iTunes if that's where you listen. We yeah. Sometimes we put the episodes up on SoundCloud and all, SoundCloud, SoundCloud, Sad all clown. sorts of different places. Mm. Uh, Noah, in the last... How's Noah been? He's been good. In the last couple of weeks, we spent the weekend at our, my in-laws. Mm. It was a birthday. So we spent... Which one? Um, it was my mother-in-law's birthday. Mm-hmm. So we spent some time there. He was there with his cousin Henry, which was nice. Henry's a little bit older than him, so Henry's <clears> running around and he's talking, and but not not too much. How old? Regarding Henry, how old is he? He's about two and a half, something like Good that. Good age. And um, I don't know. I I read someone. I don't. I think it was on Reddit, but it it might have been Facebook, talking about. Uh, like like talking to each other about how their child always seems to take a developmental leap. Like most of the big developmental leaps happen mm. after a holiday, like a family holiday or something. And wondering if that's because everyone's just a little bit more active and engaged and they're really responding. They really respond to the family time and getting lots of attention from mm. everyone. And there's lots of, st- there's lots of stimulation going on of the child. It's certainly at my uh, parents in law. Noah gets to run around or, well, crawl around and mm-hmm. uh, cruise around in a much bigger space than he does mm-hmm. at our house because with our dogs, um, with our dogs in our house having quite a lot of clutter actually, uh, it's not as nicely geared towards small children mm. as my parents in law's house. You're not, you're not thought about sorting it out? Well, it doesn't, uh, unless we get rid of the dogs, it doesn't really. Have you thought about that? No, okay. we don't want to get rid of Just the dogs. Asking. Your, I mean, your dogs are very well behaved behaved around the children. Mm. Um, I don't, I don't know. You see, our little dog is too excitable. Mm. Uh, neither of our dogs would really, really try and would really want to hurt him. But our little dog is too excitable. Doesn't necessarily know the difference between puppy playing and um, and hurting, mm. which has been a problem with the big dog before. And the big dog's just too big and yeah. clumsy. She kind of, well, she's not clumsy, but she kind of stomps around. Because mm. she's still got a lot of energy, even though she's a bit older and she's mm. very strong. Now, I don't understand how your dogs aren't just so big that they, cause, like, they're as big as our bigger dog. Mm. But I think in terms of energy levels and behavior, they're roughly in the middle of our two dogs. Yeah, yeah. 
where um, they're a little bit more attentive to the children, mm-hmm. uh, but they're much slower. They do everything at a much slower pace for mm. the most part. There's very little really getting up in mm. a child's face um, the, the way we get with the littler dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, that said, Noah did hurt his head at your house when we were there recently, which I don't think we've had a podcast for. Well, he, yeah, he hurt his head. Mm. He was trying to give your dog snuggles. Your dog put up with it for a little mm. while and then stood up abruptly we were mm. all a bit too far away mm. and no a face planted onto uh, concrete it was yeah. it's funny it went so quickly though i mm. think if you could find out if you could work out a way to use baby cells yeah in uh, in medicine mm. th- they seem to heal up remarkably quickly they're like wolverine isn't that why we're harvesting stem cells though maybe we're just we're making making baby um medicine juice that's kind of why we had children as well isn't it they're a decent DNA match. Well, yeah, it's, and it's also it's that immortality. I like that. I like thought that little bit of me could well make it into the uh, the twenty second century when everything will go mm. to hell anyway, and uh, really the life of one human being won't mean anything against all of the roving bands of anarchists, psychopaths killing each other over fuel and meat. That dystopian future, I'm not entirely convinced, will come to pass. But who knows? <clears throat> There's a lot of vested interest in creating the technologies that will um, mean that doesn't occur. We'll probably all be fine then. Well, you know, as fine as we are now, and I think we're all fucked now, so there's no reason why we shouldn't be just as all fucked back then. I mean, ultimately, we're all doomed to die anyway, aren't we? It's or, true. It's you true. know, and a, a, a slowly, yeah, a slowly. Yeah. Slow, yeah. A slowly decaying universe. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, what's the fucking point? So anyway. this, this, I mean, this universe will get to the point eventually or expand so much, it will lightly, rapidly implode on itself and just leave fucking nothing anyway. Well, so no matter how, su- bang. No, no matter how successfully, you, but none of the matter that exists now will exist after that. None of it so, matters. So exactly. None of the matter matters. Yeah, I, uh, I think if the bare naked ladies had gone with that particular approach to the theme tune to the Big Bang Theory mm. it might not be the huge hilarious success it is now this next half hour is fucking pointless <laughs> so why don't you top yourself now bomb bomb it is fucking pointless though I don't we like it we try not to be negative but I don't like that it's the TV show like the that hates tune though it's the t- theme show that hates geeks isn't it yeah I do like the theme tune. I I do like the bare naked ladies. I feel they've maybe prostituted themselves for that a little bit, but then don't we all at some point? Favorite Christmas album of all time. Yeah. Oh, I love their Christmas album. Their Christmas album. album's great, actually. Oh, I, I think they've got more than one, actually. No, no, they've probably no, got I one. They've got a couple one. of kids' albums. Yeah, I like the uh, the the Hanukkah. Hanukkah yeah. songs. Oh, we Hanukkah, light, Hanukkah. I like the we light the candles of Hanukkah. That's a nice one, that one. So I Noah's sing. I sing it along in the car when we're out and out and about. It's like you know, only two months before we can start listening to those albums again. You can I've, listen to them anytime you no, want. No, you can't because it spoils the magic. I've got uh, Charlie Brown Christmas. That's very nice by the Vince Guardi Trio. Uh, we've got. Um, so Ella, Ella wishes you a mer- very Merry Christmas. Ella yes, which is lovely. Not Ella Dent. No, which I think um, is Grace Dent. James Brown um, at Christmas. Kim, brilliant. Christmas time in the ghetto. Awesome. Um, and uh, Bob Dylan. Those are our favourite. And, and to be fair, I do like the Buble Christmas album too. Okay, good. Yeah. Uh, Noah's. Merry been, Christmas, everyone. How's Noah? Noah's been. So he was cruising lots, which mm. is good. He was uh, Tom cruising, Surrey cruising. 
if it hadn't been such a struggle to get that fucking sentence out, that might have actually landed properly. I'll probably delete it. It was a stupid joke. Leisure cruising. Pleasure cruising. Yeah. Cruising for... Ass. Ass. <laughs> but yeah, so it was fun. So it's nice. It's nice. He's, uh, he, it's nice seeing him around his relatives because they have way more energy for him than I, I seem to have most of the time now. I've got endless attention for yeah. him, but I'm very tired a lot of the time. Which, considering I'm not growing another baby yeah. inside me like my wife is, is pretty much... Do you not get to a point that we just don't care anymore? I just don't care that I'm tired. I just... My my life my life before is is it doesn't matter it, it's scarlet time. God no, I hope I never get like that. I keep committing to too much stuff. All oh, right, that's true. Yeah, no I, judgment though. No, but the nice thing is I was committed to loads of stuff before we had scarlet. You helped me uncommit myself from it, and now I can just I lead a lead a life of practical luxury. <laughs> you do seem very happy. Oh, I'm ecstatic, Nick. Um. I spent a chunk of today trying to remember an article that I wanted us to talk about and I was convinced that it was shared with us by a friend of the show uh, called Kiha uh, who is one half of the Wonderful Dissecting Worlds podcast so I, I chased him up and I said what is it you posted what is it you told us about so we could talk about it on the show and uh, he he gave me a list of things that he'd mentioned, but uh, we've uh, we found one particular one uh, from a website called The Art of Manliness. Uh, it was a blog post: How to get your kids to do their chores and why it's so important they do them. Now I haven't checked. Out, I don't know if you're going to do the disclaimer, but I haven't checked out that site yet, so I don't really know. I get the feeling it's okay. I think it made me feel itchy and weird. I think there's <clears throat> a heavy amount of irony to the fact that they call themselves the art of manliness. I think a lot of the writing is done by couples or there's lots of women writing there as well. I haven't I haven't looked at it an awful lot. The name of it does make me feel a bit icky just because it is it's like the whole chap the chap type. Cuz we thing. hate it's cuz we hate men. We're self-loathing men, definitely. Mm. Having said that, I realized midway through us talking uh, about sex, well mm. about masturbating. Uh, on this episode that it wasn't this I wanted to talk about at all okay. it's actually a, a, a blog post about uh, whether or not we should teach children uh, and at which point we should teach children that sex is actually about pleasure ah yeah you know I read some stuff today about because um, apparently sex education still isn't mandatory apparently yeah and it's uh, I, I, the, I saw it shared by a site called uh, a group on Facebook that your lovely mm. wife actually uh, put me onto called PhD in Parenting. She is lovely. We can't talk about that because we haven't mm. left enough time and you haven't read it and I haven't read it either and really we aren't prepared at all. No, well, I'd like to make a whole show about that because I, it's, it's, I want to be very sex positive and how you do it without grossing your kid out, frankly. Yeah. Uh, we haven't really left in an awful lot of time to talk about this, but we can probably talk Good. about it a bit. Oh, okay. It's, uh, you seem to have called on it a little bit. Yeah, uh, it's it's. Um, Is it because the logo is so visual? It's got a moustache at the top. Yeah, moustaches are, are manly. No, and he sees the whole hipstery thing. I, I I'm really weird about hipsterism, and it's sort of okay. So I don't know about? why. Oh, so hipster? Wait. No, the the blog post. Oh, um, okay. I was oh, good. I was going to go off on a bit because you read it. Uh, I intended to read it, but it's a couple yeah. of years before I need to worry about this stuff, really. Although Noah is very helpful at putting his bricks away. Well, he's about the age where he starts, they, they say, around, he's getting towards, uh, what is he, 13, 14 months now? Yeah, and they say about 18 months. months, kids naturally 
want to help. It's all about um, getting your kids to help with chores and why it's a good thing that prepares them for the outside world. Um, and it talks about in the world um, in the world now where um, childhood jobs are less common, paper yeah. rounds, babysitting, and so forth. Mining, the, mining. Well, that we we create we've created a world where children aren't aren't learning to do structured tasks which means it's not preparing them for the outside world yeah and yeah you it's only in the last hundred years where they're not expected to actually go in work many of them form a useful service to society um and it's how you go about um incentivizing that without it becoming uh, a, a battle yeah. So, you know, we, we, at the moment, we usually do chores alongside us. So clean your room usually involves, although I did tell her to go and tidy her room up on our mum altar, but it's usually alongside. Scarlet does seem to want to help, but it's something that we're, um, trying to ramp up a little bit at the moment because I want her to, to, you know, when you finish tea, you take your plate and put it in the kitchen. You know, when you finish playing with your toys in the living room, you need to put them away. And it's getting used to doing little bits and bobs like that without it becoming a battle and they've got some tips and tricks in there uh, in terms of incentivizing them it's funny Kiha shared that with us given the um, shellacking he gave me for being such a dreadful socialist I can't just give my kid money I have to create a really in, uh, complicated reward system which I think he might have been ironic because that sounds really capitalist to me I'm basically creating a really complicated trickle down system where I make uh, Scarlet let's call her the proletariat so basically sort of dance for me and then I throw a few crumbs from my table. And, they, and this kind of works on the same thing. You can make it a game. So there's a couple of links to apps and games online that you can use where um, one's kind of like um, almost like a turn-based card game mm-hmm. where you can level up your character by doing different chores and stuff, which sounds quite nice. But I, I kind of agree. Is It worries me when I have uh, male friends who, who like to say, I can't cook, I can't do this. I, I get, And it's particularly a male phenomenon I find for our age group is, you know, oh, I'm crap around the house, you know, he's, I'm no good at ironing, I can't iron. I can't, it's like, that's a fucking life skill, dude. How the fuck can you not have that as a basic Life skill, it's pathetic. Because at the same time that women have had, at the same time that women have had just endless reinforcement of the Mm. idea that really it's only important how they look (laughs) from the media, men have been getting, in almost the same adverts an awful lot of the time, uh, just a constant barrage telling them that we're Mm. useless around the house, Mm. so we might as well just leave it to the lady because she's better at it, which is a trap for everyone. It is. I'm a very good cook. So yeah, you are. You're it doesn't right. apply to me. The your cakes are amazing. Thank you. Uh, I'd been uh, telling people about uh, about suggesting to you that you should go on the Great British Bake Off. No, what happened? The slight concern that you'd be better than everyone else for the first few weeks, and then uh, then the stress would start to get to you mm. around the middle, I think. And also, I I was pretty convinced, and I have already told you this, so mm. it's not a surprise to you, but uh, I, I was pretty convinced that. You'd get so sort of giddy the first mm. time Mel or Sue uh, made mm. a, a slight innuendo at you that you'd think, I get to make jokes, yeah. I get to make slightly rude jokes yeah. with Mel and Sue and just completely overshoot the mark. Yeah. Mary Berry's neck looks like a vagina. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> you can't say that about Mary Berry. I've, I've, yeah, it might be. Not s- in public. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, maybe on a podcast. <laughs> oh, shit. I but, love Mary Berry. I want it on record. I'm ready to go. Yeah, I'm ready to go. I want to find out what's for tea. 
uh, I might actually catch my baby boy. He did. He had his nap very, very late. Well, let's stop talking about it and go and see our children, because I, I want to see Scarlett, because she had her hair cut. It's not a competition. No, no, no. We, we both just, want to see our children. I'm empathising. I say, I, and I've got a, a reason for wanting to see Scarlett. Uh, he's, uh, he's, he had his nap late, so he might actually still be awake when he get home. It's very exciting. I'm very excited. I like cake. Yeah, you really do. Mm. Uh, we should go. Go. Uh, children. Right then. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.